I'm Jake. I'm Michael. What were we talking about? Shit, shit. Um, we haven't been talking about a lot, actually, yet. <laughs> Not really, no. It's a lot of time we, we have like a green room period where we're just shooting the shit for like 20 minutes before we actually do anything. <laughs> Today, to today we're, we're in a rush. We just got down to business. We're we're very serious. This is our first episode back from break. Let's get down to business, business to defeat, defeat the my puns. puns. White puns? My puns. <laughs> I they said white puns. I was like, all right. Whatever. <laughs> sure, I'll be against that. So we figured uh, this has been long enough. We can do spoilers on uh, Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. Now, in case you're curious, if you only watch the first Wonder Woman, you'll be fine. You don't need to watch 82 other Wonder Womans to understand Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> Get it? Because it's... Yeah. <sighs> I miss this. <laughs> I missed us. <laughs> so, overall, what did you think of Wonder Woman 84? You know that, that hand motion that just kind of wiggles? Like, eh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, well, I'm wiggling more towards the thumbs up, but it's it's not quite. It's not there yet. Not quite. I mean, it. It's, yeah, I, I I'm kind of with you on that. I enjoyed it. It was yeah. fun and light and easy to take. Like it wasn't right. It wasn't a suppository. Dark and, and yeah, <laughs> like uh, Batman v Superman. Yeah, that was a suppository with no lube and spikes on it. Right. Well, I don't know. I've gone back and watched Batman v Superman lately. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still stand by that. Yeah. But if you go through our timeline, and I might have taken it out since then, but there's an episode I did. It wasn't called What Were We Talking About at the time. What are you, George Lucas? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go back and edit, re edit. I didn't take it. I think I took it out. Um,. But it's an episode me and Joseph did, and it's right after we watched Batman v Superman, and yeah. we just we were trying real hard to be cheerleaders for the movie, <laughs> and we did. And then like after I was done, and after like watching it again, I was like, now, "Fuck this movie!" What? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've softened on it Wait, a little your, bit. Your mom's not named Martha. <laughs> Martha. I, I've softened on it a bit. It's it's not nearly as bad as as people make it out to be but it is yeah. not good and it's if you watch the ultimate edition which i yeah, i haven't seen that but if you watch the ultimate edition it's a better movie and it flows better okay but that's the problem warner brothers manhandled it too much and took parts out that weren't that needed to be in the movie to make sense they need to let comic book like creator types do their shit they know their audience but that's the problem though because right Steven. now jeff johns is was the head of dc movies yeah while they released batman v superman <laughs> justice league and suicide squad so clearly that was not the direction to take it yeah. well maybe they needed a better yeah comic book but career. i'm just saying like warner brothers needs to let probably people make and, their movies and, and yeah. leave it be that's the thing too, because Warner Brothers used to be known as like 
they would let filmmakers make films and that's what they were known to do. But then they started getting into the superhero business and then they start meddling, trying to make it closer. They wanted to have this universe that sort of, that had the exact same tone throughout the, you know, all the movies. So they start meddling with it and they shouldn't have, they should have let David Ayer make Suicide Squad how he wants to make Suicide Squad instead of hiring a trailer company to recut the movie. Hmm. They should have let Zack Snyder, with all his faults, they should have let Zack Snyder just make his fucking movies. Yeah. And they didn't. They they wanted to have this particular tone, and then whenever they released Batman v Superman, people were like, well, it's too serious. They're like, all right, let's liven it up. So they made Justice League, and they let Joss Whedon piss all over it. Yeah, what Uh-oh. a what a bumbling move that was. Just and I would never would have thought Joss Whedon would have fucked something up. Like, well, I also these, would have never thought he was like a racist asshole either. Yeah, he's yeah. Apparently, he is racist. He's misogynist. He's like the kind of the worst kind of person. Yeah, and and like that's unfortunate. And after so many years of seeming like a great guy, like I would have cheerleaded anything Joss Whedon did, like pre. 2012 like they were he was doing i was all about it he was originally writing a wonder woman movie uh he wrote a script for it apparently the script's not very good uh but he was gonna direct uh batgirl and i was like hell yeah and then all this stuff started coming out i was like oh no oh no never mind (laughs) and now you have noticed a lot of the Firefly crowd has died down too they're not they're not like bring you can only bring back Firefly with Josh Whedon now like you can bring him back without him. It's fine. And they're just like, you know what? I think it, it's good where it ended. It's <laughs> <laughs> Let's have fond memories. Right. Uh, that's the way I kind of prefer to do it. Yeah, I, I'm not all about it. I'd watch another Firefly series either based further into the future or in the same universe. Yeah. That's all. I, that's what I would like to see. They would just have to do the interplay of the characters correctly and make people fall in love with them despite them not being the original cast or something. Yeah. But that would be really hard to, to pull off. So, and it would have to be—I think it would have to be on Disney Plus or who owns it? Disney owns it now. Yeah. So it had to be on Disney Plus, which yeah. would be the preferable way to do it. Yep. Um, so back to Wonder Woman eighty-four. Is that what we were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, it's like I can't really uh, pick anything particularly bad about the movie. I think the biggest problem I had with it is it's very samey. Like, it feels like the first movie again. Yeah. Uh, a little brighter than the first movie, but it hits a lot of the same beats. And it's... Well, I had one note that <laughs> this movie looks like it was made in the 1980s, but not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know if my internet connection was just like crapping out on like 4K streaming or whatever, but like several points in the movie, I was just like, this doesn't look very like crisp. It looks, see, it's just, uh, there was the moment whenever they, she was fighting Cheetah at the end, which was bad. That didn't, that wasn't good. Um, one, it was already too dark and you saw that in the trailer. This looks like it was still too dark, but they try to brighten it up. Yeah. And it didn't look good. It looked like I tried to brighten it up in just After Effects. Yeah. And that's not a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I don't know why they can't figure out 
CG. Or I don't know why their CG just isn't up to par. Yeah. Or what, what it is. Like, it, I'm sure that their CG and stuff, somebody go, hey, you see that? That's CG. You didn't even know. And I'd be like, oh, crap, that's great CG. But, like, the stuff that you notice is yeah, really off. If you look, and I don't like comparing DC to Marvel, but if you look at Marvel, like, how many fully CG characters do they have? Like, Iron Man is basically fully CG. Right. Thanos was fully CG. They looked like they lived in that world. Like, they right. belonged there. Cheetah looked like a cutscene in a video game from yeah. PS3. Well, I mean, sometimes I would notice, like, an action thing where, like, she picks up a kid or whatever, and the kid turned, like, CG, and I'd be like, ooh, I noticed that. Or you're not supposed to notice that. But you said you watched it in 4K? Yeah. That'd be why I wouldn't notice that, because I didn't watch it in 4K. I watched it just standard, no. I also, high definition. I also sit, like, 12 inches from my TV, too, but <laughs> maybe a little further than that. How old are you? <laughs> like know. a little kid just... <laughs> What the hell was that? Do you have oh, an elephant the, in the next room? It's the garage door. Oh. <laughs> You're just keeping a baby elephant. Shh. Secret. <laughs> talk about the elephant in the room. It's not legal. <laughs> the elephant in the other room. <laughs> no one was in the room where it happened. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but anyway, I just feel like across all their movies, they, they could either use get good cg or try more practical effects because cheetah was like partially practical effects and makeup and stuff but yeah like, she should just, have been more practical maybe more effects. yeah i don't know it's just like i don't do cg so it's not i can't just point out like well they need to do this yeah but i just know that i notice that the cg is off sometimes and it's like you're not supposed to notice that it's off i'd like to see um like the corridor crew if you watch them on youtube no they do uh, their, like, special effects yeah. artists, and they uh, do a bunch of visual effects, and they review visual effects, good and bad, in movies. And I would like them to review Wonder Woman 84, which I'm assuming they probably will eventually. Right. Um, to see kind of exactly why it looked the way it did. Um. What'd you, so what did you think about the story? So I wrote down like immediately that that whole opening sequence was awesome. I, yeah. I really liked that opening sequence. That really, really. You talking about the um, like the when she's Olympics? Yeah, yeah. And how she like I kept going, like, stop turning around, like stop turning around. You you're gonna screw this up because you're not supposed to turn around and race. It's just like I'm not athletic, but I know that you're not supposed to turn around and look at your opponents. And she kept doing it, and then yeah, whack, like fell right off her horse but then she cheated that one i was like i don't know i guess probably you have to hit those things but like what if you miss but none of them yeah i mean miss. I so that's I, the point i think you're i think you don't miss. they don't yes yeah. so but i was just kind of like well maybe they'll give her like points for creativity or something i don't know but then they were like no you cheated and it's like jeez and throw their ass on the ground like cheaters harsh. do not know the truth and you cannot handle the truth and it's just like, dude, she's like maybe ten. <laughs> chill, like chill, a just bit. a little. But I mean, it's it's not like she they, was like, winning the race. Yeah, and it's like, could you like stop and point out like you were kicking their asses until you were a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater? But like, <laughs> they were like, I've seen this this competition break grown women warriors, and you know, so don't be sad if you suck. And then she was awesome. Like, you know, you could have thrown a little of that in there instead of been like, just be like, you don't know the truth yet, but you will one day. 
She, um, that yeah, that whole opening sequence was incredible. Yeah, I was uh, a big fan. And of then that. they jumped into the mall sequence, which I was not a huge fan of. Yeah, that that like it was kind of cool, but it, it felt, felt a little weird at times. Yeah, uh, because this those, whole movie felt hokey and kind of hammy at certain points. Yeah, a little bit of that, but like the in the mall, I think the biggest thing for me was when the guy dropped his gun. And everybody ran. I'm like, no, in America, you drop a gun. People are like, hey, partner, you dropped your your piece on the ground. And they go, oh, sorry about that. And, like, it would probably spook some folks, but I don't think it would be mad hysteria no, if you drop your concealed weapon. Maybe in the 80s. Maybe in the 80s. I don't know. I was a child. I, I don't know. Like, it was in D.C. or I don't, I don't actually know if they carry guns in D.C. Like, a lot, except for cops. They carry crime in D.C. Yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of crime, and that's actually what the C stands for. It's <laughs> crime. Yeah. Also, I'm just now realizing that DC set one of their movies in DC. Oh, it was only a matter of time. <laughs> this is like the beginning of Watchmen. It's only a matter of time, I suppose. Um, yeah, the story was. Uh, yeah. Fine. It was a magic wishing rock. <laughs> that the, was that was apparently fake. They were like, "Oh, this is this fake stuff," and I'm like, "Apparently, it's not. Apparently, not because apparently you suck at your job. Your long dead boyfriend just came back, <laughs> all right? And Kristen Wiig is turning hot. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. And I, well, I wrote because I hadn't watched. This was just as I was going, so I didn't. I, I hadn't actually seen the whole movie yet, but I was like, "Oh, she wants to be strong and sexy and cool and special." So this rock turns her into the epitome of those things. The cat. <laughs> but I didn't yeah part like she doesn't turn into the cat immediately no see that's her after her second wish because she she wished to be like Diana yeah um, so she basically became Wonder Woman yeah in uh, a way I don't know she was just really strong and fast and which yeah I guess that is Wonder Woman but like I don't, I don't like Kristen Wiig I, I, I really don't she does the same and I was I was hoping then this she wouldn't do like the same shtick she always does the really awkward nerdy girl but she does exactly that shtick yeah. for the first you know whatever 20 minutes of the movie yeah. and then all of a sudden she starts changing but even then she's still really awkward acting until all of a sudden she turns into a badass but I don't I never found her to be threatening or a badass in any sense and you mean of the, 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 the like the dark like eye <laughs> makeup didn't do it for you because it really didn't no. I was like that's the only thing it really changed from her going to like the perfect form to the be- becoming evil was that like she smudged her eye makeup it, like yeah that was it, and it, <laughs> it, it her it, hair she, maybe got a little stringy or something but it was just like there's not a whole lot different here going I think on she was a bad choice for that role yeah i don't know who i would have chosen otherwise but she wasn't my she would never have been my first choice but i don't like her um now for me the, the one reason that i really did enjoy this movie Pedro Pascal. That dude was just hamming it you know, up, chewing up the scenery. He was amazing. You know what? I, I At first when I saw him, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to think of the Mandalorian every single time nope. I see him. And then after the about that first scene he was in, I didn't think of the Mandalorian again, and I just kept thinking, like, he's a good actor. Like, he this really is, great. is. I thought the acting actually across the movie was, like, pretty good. Yeah, and that's it, like, Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot, whatever, however you say her name. Gal Gadot. She is, she's really good. And like, yeah. I know, like, people gave uh, gave critics a hard time because, like, in the first Wonder Woman movie, people said the best part of the movie was Chris uh, Chris Pine. 
Mm-hmm. And like, oh, and Wonder Woman has to be the man that's the best. Part. Like, that's not this. She was great, and everybody yeah. knew she was great. But Chris Pine was, I don't know, kind of surprising. Like, yeah. in that movie, in this, he was he was adorable in this movie because right. like that whole him being born in a new world was cool. Like him taking the place of Diana from the first movie where she didn't know how you know man's world worked. Right. Now he's in the same in that role, and I thought that was right. really fun. And it reminded me a lot of the, uh, I guess it would have been Captain America two, where he's suddenly finds himself in like modern day, or is it in, in the first Avengers when he? I just remember there there was one of those movies where he they were kind of like this is what it's like now, Steve, and he was like, oh okay, it's not like in the old times that I'm from, but like it was. I don't know. They spent a lot of time like making sure you knew that he didn't. They were like, "Oh crap, uh, radar! I don't have like just." Um, yeah, there's was, a, and he was like, "What? They can see us!" Like, I did not like the invisible jet. Yeah, I was like, so that's just one of her powers now. Is she can make things in, invisible? It was like a anime like yeah thing with her hand or whatever. Yeah, that and she just bullshit is. And I'm like, well, if you can make that invisible, then why don't you just do that a lot? Yeah, that would exactly. solve a lot of problems. But they got around that with like, you know, ah, I've never done this before. I lost a coffee mug, and that was like that was yeah. the only mention of it. But she went from a coffee mug to an entire jet, right? And, and she it, found it again. So yeah. Like, uh, anyway, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that, but yeah, um, Chris Pine was great. You're right. The acting across the board was really good, but the exception of I just I don't like Kristen Wiig. I didn't right. think she was good. Uh, but that's just me. Um, I have no strong opinions about Kristen Wiig. Just really don't like her. I don't think she's funny. <laughs> I don't think she's a particularly good actress. Right. Uh, but Pedro I mean, Pascal. The was... uh, yeah, Pedro Pascal was great. And like, I I wrote down a note here. Like, he offered to buy uh, Diana like a 19 inch TV, and I just put 19 inch TV. Wowza. And then she says something about, oh, I don't have TVs. And then, like, later in the movie, she has, like, a bat cave in her apartment. And I was like, she has so many TVs. What a liar. What a liar. She, I, that's the truth thing, right? The, your whole thing was the truth. I do like the, uh, like, stuff like that, the 19-inch TV, where that was a big deal in the 80s. Yeah, that was a big TV. But, like, they didn't, but they didn't hit you in the face with the 80s the entire time. Like, it was just, like, small stuff like that. It wasn't, yeah. like leg warmers and teased hair the entire time i mean it was there but it was like it wasn't like extras and background stuff yeah uh i enjoyed that i'm glad they did like oh the the cops with the revolvers is what got me it was like oh yeah cops used to carry revolvers like the wild west (laughs) um i do kind of wish that like because the soundtrack wasn't spectacular yeah um it was okay i wish they would have sounded a little bit more synthy a little more 80s like yeah because it stood out in a bad way yeah, the like synth wave or some kind of like '80s rock yeah, stuff would have been good. Didn't feel like it belonged, and you didn't really hear her theme song. It was a few times, like, but but they, it would be like alterations of it, and either that or it was just really short. Like they do that da 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 da, and that like, and then it would kind of like shift into something else. Yeah, I was like, I was like, he didn't get a lot of that. That's that's where that that theme music would have fit with an '80s. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. This, uh, I would have been more upset with this movie if I had paid to see it. Yeah. But since I didn't, I mean, I did, but I didn't, you know what I mean? And, like, and part of me was like, maybe this looks weird because 
I should have the image of seeing this movie in a theater before I see it on streaming something like yeah so I was like maybe maybe it I'm expecting feels like I'm pirating yeah it feels like weird or it feels off because I haven't seen it in a theater yeah we could have went to theaters to see it. Some theaters are playing it. Oh, uh, well, I'm not interested in I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even remotely interested in going to see it in theaters. One, you, now that I've seen it, but two, you know, you, certain you, conditions as they are. You could have come to see it in my theater, but you, you chose not to. But you to. see you see now, though, why yeah. I wasn't in a hurry to watch it. So I also wrote down something that my dog hated this movie so much that at one point I, I couldn't find him, so I went upstairs and he was, like, sleeping on the bed. Like, and I was like, oh, he hates Wonder Woman. It has nothing to do with my thousand-watt surround sound. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> like, my wife wasn't home, so I just really cranked it up and was, like, having fun, and he was he was not having it. It was, um, what else is there to say about this movie? Like, um, there were, there were a lot of shots that I think either could have been shortened, like reshot or, or just cut out. (laughs) Um, like a couple of times I wrote down like the, the scene where, um, Kristen Wiig's character, Barbara was like walking home and some creepy dude was like trying to rape her i guess yeah and then when like diane came in out of nowhere and kicked him it was like oh i I used his weight against him (laughs) or whatever and i was like man a lot of that scene seemed like it could have just been cut short yeah it was really it was kind of uncomfortable yeah a little bit but i also realized that without that scene she would not have wished to be like diane probably yeah but like it, I was just like, man, this has gone on for a while. Yeah, and it, it took longer than I would have liked. And then uh, I did enjoy the scene where she kicked the shit out of him. I know it's supposed to signify her becoming a villain. I'm like, yeah, eh, dude almost raped her. Like, yeah, he kind of had it coming. I think it's okay that he, she beats the shit out of him. Well, and I just like her like homeless friend from the park was just like, well, what are you doing? Like, oh, what? <laughs> oh, no, this <laughs> poor man. This, just, yeah. I'm just I, all I could think of like this dude tried to rape her like yeah well I also like that that dude was just there to like try to make her feel bad it didn't work he's just mind your business yeah but there was another shot I don't even remember what part of the in the movie it was but I said okay I've had enough of this spinny kissy shot <laughs> like she must have been kissing Steve like somewhere right around the end when he was she was about to undo her wish or whatever but it was just like okay I've, I had enough time to write I've had enough oh, of this oh yeah they did like a they did two different 360 shots around her yeah in moments where I thought they were going to like reveal Chris Pine but they didn't yeah you know what I mean I thought that was weird like the first time was whenever he first comes back and they do this 360 shot whenever he's talking to her and it goes around her head and it comes around the other side, and I think, like, oh, it's going to be Chris Pine when it comes around. But still that guy. still that guy. I'm like, (laughs) you missed the opportunity, right? That was perfect. Right. And then they did the same thing where it was, like, Chris Pine, they go around her head, and it's still Chris Pine. I'm like, okay, all right, never mind. How is she supposed to undo her wish with a mouthful of Chris Pine? (laughs) (laughs) sounded so much worse than I think you intended. Well, yeah. Maybe sure. Well, just you can cut that out if you want. <laughs> no, no. So, what did um, you think overall, though, of of uh, how they brought Steve Trevor back? Um, 
the wishy. Well, I was like, I, I kept wondering why did why did it just take over some random guy? Like why that guy like like that seems like that was a punishment on that guy. Yeah, like where did that guy go while this was happening? Was he did Does he, he die? Matter? Did he just was he like in the back seat going like no 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 I don't want to do this like but did he get get outed like what happened? <laughs> That's so good. But I'm just like why why that guy like why did he just why why was it I don't I just didn't the entire time I try not to be too much of that comic book nerd where I'm like we'll explain where his superpowers came from right, yeah, but does like, it come it from is... another dimension or what and I'm like but this felt a but little there is a little like it couldn't have just brought him back like yeah it had to put his him and another guy like that's that was weird to me that they did it that way like there was theories online one was that he just came back and I was like yeah why not but sure and there's other ones where it's like, oh, it's actually Martian Manhunter, and and he took the form because it's what she knew. Sure, I I almost would have bought that. But <laughs> like body swap, that was weird. Which is I I realize that people are saying that the it's controversial, or whatever, I, I whatever. Um, but yeah, I just I wasn't a fan of how I, I like that they brought him back. But yeah, I I'm not a fan of how they did it. Although they can't, I don't think they can do this again. They can't bring him back again. <laughs> can't. This is like every movie. It's just like, okay, how do we bring him back this time? Is and it... I really love Chris Pine in this. In yeah. These movies, but like, you can't, you can't ring that bell again. Like maybe Flash figures out some time force bullshit where he pulls him out God, of the forties, do and I guess they could do that. They in the Flashpoint movie, like. He mucks around with time so much that Steve Trevor was actually born later, so that way he's alive with Diana. Yeah, but then he wouldn't know who she is. Yeah. He'd be like, what's this creepy lady, like, just really into me all of a sudden? With all, they're going to... Uh, <laughs> okay. why, and why am I yeah, so into like, it? I was like, listen, if Gal Gadot was suddenly just way into you, I don't think anybody, any guy would be like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> why is this creepy lady into me? I'm like... Um, I don't know. There's different different strokes for different folks. I mean, they could always bring it back as comic book shenanigans, but I don't think they could do it because they hit. I did like the goodbye. The goodbye was really good. It didn't. He was like, "I'm already gone, darling." (laughs) It didn't resonate (laughs) as well though as the first movie. Yeah. Um, I think it. uh, Yeah, this just wasn't as good as the first one. No. It wasn't, but... I really love the first one, too. Yeah. Where's your sword and shield? I think Patty Jenkins uh, yeah, answered that question about, in an interview. I didn't read I it, I forgot though. about those. She, she didn't she had, need it. She had to trade them for that armor, which I was still... I kept going, like, where did she get that? And exactly. Like, well, she was looking for that lady, but she just found the armor instead. And I'm like, what, did she leave it in a secret bunker? And Diana was like... Eh, this is evidence she's clearly alive, but I'll take her one possession in the world for myself. I didn't. I <laughs> didn't like that it was Linda Carter. Like, it, I get it. it that was yeah. fine, but like, I wish it would have had something more to do with the movie. Yeah. And then like the post, like just don't put the post credit scene in. Like, you could have put Linda Carter, which they did. It was her eyes. Mm-hmm. But, like they could have just had Linda Carter in the suit 
battling men instead of obscuring her face. Yeah. I, you know, I would have liked that little flashback more if she'd actually fought people instead of just so, like, like, yeah, just shielded, wrapped up. herself up and was like, no, you can't hit me. You can't get me. Right. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was a weird choice. And yeah, the fact that it's like, where did she get it from? Whenever it's from her culture. Right. And I, and at one point I wrote, I made a note and I was like, so why is this armor so good? Like. They just all melted down their armor and made one armor, and that somehow made, made a good, the good armor. armor. <laughs> like, but it even wasn't like amazing because a cheetah, cheetah could rip, yeah, could rip it apart. And I'm like, I get that cheetah's like pretty strong, but I didn't think she was like lifting cars over her head like super strength and she stuff. Where the ever loving shit out of it, though. yeah, like, in no time, like it didn't take yeah. any time at all for her to do that. Right, and then she dropped the wings and was like, "Well, this stuff, this." you know is is all right too and i'm like i i didn't what? i also didn't understand exactly how she spoke to all those people through yeah that whole scene like i said this broadcast touches everyone thing is kind of weak yeah it was I, I when he was talking about to that pastor guy and he was like would would they all like link arms? Like, would that even work? And the guy goes like, "What?" And I'm like, "You know what? I would have bought that before that, uh, I bought the particles from the satellite touch everyone, and you're touching the particles I, that go to the I, satellite." I guess they like, get around that though. With he had like, "Don't you wish that this works for me?" Yeah, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I hope it works, or I wish it works for you." But I guess they I, get I around got, that. Yeah, I guess they did do that, but it still felt like real a little weak. weak. Like, <laughs> but I also I didn't I couldn't understand the entire time what his um, well one why the wishes were like costing him his like internal organs and stuff to like start failing or whatever. I guess it's uh I guess that's the backlash. Like, yeah, you can become the wishing stone. But you have to you survive on wishes. Yeah. So it's I guess that's how that works. But they didn't really explain it super well. Yeah. I think you're just supposed to understand shut up that, and, I guess. Yeah. yeah, just shut up and take it. Well, uh, um and the other thing was at one point he, he starts talking about how people have like one wish and then some people had more than one wish and I, I got lost in how that worked and I guess he chose who got more than one wish. Yeah, I don't know, because there was a guy in the office, and he grabbed him. He goes, don't you wish I'd, I can't remember, had, a, had an audience with the president or something? And he goes, oh, yeah, of course I, like, wish that. And he goes, well, well it didn't work. Did, you, did I have to give you a wish? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I wished I had a Porsche, and suddenly I had one. And, like, and then that one lady later was like, there's Porsches racing up and down the streets. I don't get what's it. Like, that was a funny callback. But, yeah. But, yeah, I just didn't understand how his powers worked and how he got some people got more than one wish and and why some people didn't before the end of the movie go man i wish this didn't happen yeah like the king that made that giant wall all around the the city like in like, why saudi arabia he, or whatever. Yeah, like shit i wish i didn't do that yeah and then it would just undo itself and he'd be like oh well all right but i think um uh yeah and there's also like there's got to be people and this is i i listened to the review from um uh the weekly planet podcast and they said this and i never i hadn't even thought about it until they said it but there had to be at least one person who wished that he would stop being on tv right because he was yeah. on tv all the time yeah there's be that one person like jeez i wish he would just go away 
where was that person at? Although yeah. I did, I, I, and this sounds sick, but like the guy who's like, I just wish you would drop dead. And the lady just drops down. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, but he, he like turned around right after she said it. And they were like trying to revive her. And he was just too busy worried about being yeah. Irish, I guess. Like, because they were, she said that she wished that all the Irish people went back to where they came from. Suddenly, the like the, the Gestapo started yanking all the so, Irish people. It was such a, like, it was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the chaos and of, not a balanced reaction. Like she's like, I wish no. all you go back to. I wish you would drop dead. It's like, yeah, jeez. Huh? All right, that escalated. So rude. <laughs> um, but like DC fell into chaos so fast, and I didn't understand. Like he'd only granted like a handful of wishes in DC, and then like suddenly the the, the city was chaos, is, yeah. and then like the world started to fall apart, and I was like, what? I did like what the guy who, who wished <laughs> for a farm. Yeah, but not here. <laughs> I didn't see. I like some of that stuff. Like, yeah. I love or whenever he he gave that guy uh, the um, the Middle Eastern guy gave him his uh, wish, and he's like, "Well, I'll take your guards from you." <laughs> it's like well, he said a, something about taking a, your oil, and he's he, like, "I don't have any oil, idiot." <laughs> <laughs> just like I just loved the fact that he took his guards. Like, what a dick move. That yeah. was just. <laughs> He's like, I need these guys for some inevitable fight that will be coming in a few minutes. Like, I really think everything enjoyable about this movie was Pedro Pascal. Like, it yeah. was just, and I did think that the beat between him and his son, like whenever he got went back to his son, yeah, was really well done. I thought that was great, and uh, that hit an emotional mark that it should have. Yeah, and I thought that was really, uh, really good. That was. That was all his performance too. Like, he yeah. is a really great actor, and I kind of hope that he gets better movies to be in. Yeah, I I really hope I see him in more things for sure. Yeah, other than the Mandalorian. Well, I mean, I'll take more Mandalorian too. Uh, like, hundred percent, take more Mandalorian. More, more other things also that because <laughs> he strikes me as the kind of guy that could do like drama or like maybe I don't know his background, but he almost looks like he could be like a telenovela like you know drama character or he could do you know he's done action and stuff like i think um and i i didn't put it together for like he they kept saying he's from game of thrones i didn't realize who he was from game of thrones for oh, a I long didn't, yeah. time i didn't I whenever he was a mandalorian he, he was um shit i can't remember the guy what the character's name was but he's the guy that got crushed by the mountain his head got crushed by the mountain. oh oh um the prince from uh dorn right yeah yeah um I don't know. They called him like the Viper or something. I can't think of his. Yeah, something. I could dance all around it, but I can't think of his name. Yeah, but he's that's who he was. Oh uh, yeah, that yeah. that's the only scene from that show that like actually gives me like the heebie-jeebies. Like really? all the gross things in that show, but seeing that guy get his brain squished out like always like makes me go. Uh, uh, like oh, that was pretty gnarly. Always gets me <laughs> somehow. He's like, I don't need a helmet. He's like, mm. yeah, that dude could have. He could have beat the mountain, and that makes me so mad. He did like, beat the mountain. He did, but it was just like he could have, he could have killed him and walked away with it, and been like, and just no, that's not how Game of Thrones works. <laughs> I gotta watch Game of Thrones again. That was, oh man, just stop at about like season six or so and be like, huh, I wonder why they never finished the show. Too bad. Nope, I want to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I live for disappointment. Right, but yeah, like. I don't know, WW84, I mean, it made me laugh, it almost made me cry, but... What part? 
like the the part with his the son bad where CGI. he the, yeah the bad CGI especially but I don't know like the, you know the part with his son where he was like listen I'm a bad guy like I suck I am the worst <laughs> that was that was that was a really good emotional part so, and it, it, he did really well in that and I fully like but there was no reason I I think I think Maxwell Lord in the comic books. Is just a shitty businessman. Like he's just a piece of shit. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's he has no redeemable stuff like Lex like, Luthor or anybody else. He has but. nothing to do with like this wishing stone or anything. They could have made this guy anybody. Yeah, and it would have worked. But they went with Maxwell, I guess, just to be comic book accurate. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm not a hundred percent. I am not real good with Wonder Woman comics. Uh, never really followed stuff. Right. Um. So I'm not sure exactly who his character is. In the comic books, but way I understand it, he is just a businessman, and that's all he is. He doesn't have magical powers or anything like that. Right. But I'm glad they gave it to him because, Jesus, he was amazing. Right. And it was like a, I don't know a ton of her, like, um, rogues gallery, but, like, that guy I'd never heard of, so. Yeah, Cheetah's the only of her rogues gallery that I actually know. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that that's probably fair for me, too. It's like, I know who Cheetah is, but... I don't know her backstory, so I don't know how accurate this was. Yeah, I'm sure she didn't just wish to be... Wish to be a sexy Wonder Woman. Sexy, furry Wonder Woman. <laughs> I wish... I did... That was when she's like, I want to be a predator. Apex predator. I'm like, I'm like all right, yeah, that I, yeah. that's obvious. That's the immediate, like, backlash to that wish is like, you want to be a predator? Yeah. You're a cat. Your cat, kitty cat, kitty cat, 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 cat. I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I would have done too. Right. Um. Speaking of Pedro Pascal, what about the Mandalorian finale? You know, it it has good and bad parts. I read your your big crybaby rant about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you made you made some fair points, and I hey, I'm um, gonna pull it up, and I will tell. Yeah, you you just you edit out some silence here and you read the whole thing. I'm not gonna edit out silence. That's that's way more work than I'm willing to put into this podcast. <laughs> I I shit on this podcast all the time. Like, <laughs> like I wonder this. you only have twelve <laughs> listeners. <laughs> How long ago was this that I did it? I wish I didn't share so much shit. Like, <laughs> I wish I I didn't think things were so funny and interesting. <laughs> I know, right? I wish. Two people oh, yeah, that no. I gave a shit about didn't die recently. Otherwise, I wouldn't have posted so many things. Who, who are those people? Michael Alleg. Uh, you ever seen the the movie Party Monster? No. It's a movie about the club kids scene in the late eighties, uh, late eighties, early nineties. I think it was more late eighties. Michael Alleg was like kind of the premier club kid. He kind of started the whole craze. Uh, and then he murdered somebody oh. and went to prison. Um, he just died of a heroin overdose on Christmas, which is just the most club kid thing you could possibly do. I think like that, like <laughs> when it happened, like I was, I was bummed, but like, uh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and the other one was uh Brody Lee, a wrestler. Uh, oh, died. I did hear about that. Yeah. That was a bummer. That one actually sucked. Like, that was a bummer. But, uh, okay, so this is what I had to say about the season two finale of Mandalorian. The season fin- uh, season two finale was good, but only good. The action was pretty good. The Cara Dune, Bo-Katan, Fennec, Koska, which I had to look up her name, Koska, 
uh, cool. team up was pretty rad. And the moment at the end between Grogu and Mando was heart wrenching. Uh, but the big showdown between Moff Gideon and Mando was uh, more of a letdown. The Dark Troopers were almost pointless, and their big reveal turned out to be a bit disappointing and kind of distracting from the touching Grogu Mando moment. Not my favorite episode, but the sh- of the show or season. Nor do I feel it's the best. Uh, but it was entertaining and sort of wiped the slate clean for season three. Uh, and as a side note, my favorite episode of the season was chapter 15, The Believer, which was the uh, Bill Burr episode. Oh, yeah, it was good. Although, like, it's just, to me anyway, it's so weird seeing Bill Burr in Star Wars. And yeah. It, it, tor- it sort of takes me out of it. But as somebody pointed out, too, he, he plays the role that kind of Han, that Harrison Ford plays. Like, you need that actor who doesn't give a shit about Star Wars to be yeah. in the movie to sort of be the audience. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And that's what Bill Burr is, because he has no love, yeah. really, for Star Wars. It's just, it's a job. Right. And that's what Han Solo was to Harrison Ford. It was a job to do. And that's kind of what you, you need that every now and again. Right. Uh, but I thought that episode was really great. I thought Bill Burr did really, really great in that episode. Yeah, I mean, he was fantastic. It just, I keep like, that's fucking Bill Burr, and they're not even trying to hide it. Like, and I, <laughs> right. he's, he's not even in makeup. Yeah, he's, he's just acting like they just put Bill Burr on this set of the show, and he's like, what the fuck is going on? I, I do, because I hate Bill Burr. I don't think he's funny. I think he's really irritating. I think he's a little funny sometimes, but it's his whole, like, I'm an asshole and you have to like me because yeah. I, I'm right about things. And I'm just like, mm. like do I, though? Yeah, it kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. But, but what's but. weird is, like, I love him in, in Mandalorian and I loved him in Breaking Bad. Man, I forgot he was in Breaking Bad. So, like. I want to go back and watch that show, but I know I won't. Because you should. I just. I'm about to go back and start other... watching it again. I just finished watching it and watched uh, El Camino. I still haven't seen that. I keep forgetting that that exists. And yeah, I, I kind of did too until after I finished Breaking Bad just not too long ago. Yeah. I finished Breaking Bad and it popped up like, hey, because you like this, you might like this. I should, you know what? I might like this. Yeah, I should watch because I just keep forgetting that it exists. It's and really just, good. Like, yeah, really good. I was I was su- honestly surprised. There's some issues with how people have aged over, you know, since the show ended to now. Right. Like, Jesse still looks you know, good. He looks like he did in the show, but like, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but the kid that plays, uh, he played the psycho nephew, the one that shot the kid in like the last season or second to last season. And then took over for Jesse whenever he was. Yeah. It's not coming to me. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, like when you said psycho that like, I was like Tuco, but which psycho, yeah. Which psycho are you talking about? Um, but. But yeah, he's in it. He looks older and a bit thicker. And yeah, as do we all. Yeah. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I am not. I have literally no room to talk. Uh, no, no, don't be that mean to yourself. <laughs> you can have a little mean as a treat, but <laughs> not, don't be that mean. Um, but it was really good. But uh, um, yeah, the finale. I just didn't. I, I like yeah, like, yeah I like the overall episode. It was fine. It was good. Did it have to be Luke? Did it have to be anybody? See, uh, so here's where I'm at. I, I am not a huge big like Star Wars fan that understands everything. And and like I've 
it's weird because other Star Wars nerds get mad at you if you're only like casually into Star Wars. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, what did you think of the, you know, the hill joppers on that deck glue planet? And I'm like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about. And they're like, you fucking casual. Like, don't you watch the extended edition movie? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. See, it's, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not really, I'm not casual, but I am not hardcore into it. Yeah. Like, everybody well, else like, is. but here's where I was. I didn't know where, I guess, Mandalorian fell on the timeline. So when I saw young Luke Skywalker, I went, what the fuck is You're not going the only on? one. There's a lot of people who didn't. I knew that it took place 10 years after Return of the Jedi. See, and I thought it was either right up around 7, 8, and 9, or maybe after, but in some place where they didn't really need to recognize that those movies were going on so that they could just do whatever they wanted. But That's why they placed it at the time they did, if I remember correctly. It was it was Part of it was that way they, we could kind of see the fallout and yeah. and deal with that. But also, so we didn't have to deal with the Skywalker saga. But then, they and just evidently now they're not back into it. They're not going to deal with it now. I, I've heard they made it non-canon, basically. What? I heard that they made seven, eight, nine non-canon. <laughs> let me let me look that up. But I'm I was I thought I read an official thing like that was like yeah seven, eight, nine is, is not canon because we're going to make like a new Star Wars universe in the Mandalorian. I mean, okay, look. Seven, seven was fine. Seven was good. Uh, I'll even go that far and say it was good. Uh, eight was something new, and I had no real problems with it. Like, they missed opportunities that they could have killed Leia off, uh, and that's kind of my only thing. Um, but nine, nine wasn't good. Nine was bad. Right. I, I like. I, I used to go through like I would I would buy, um, entire like an entire you know trilogy of movies or series of movies because I I had or liked the first couple so like I had I have the first seven movies and then I stopped buying them because I didn't yeah. like them enough anymore I was like I don't like these why am I buying them because I don't dig them that much so evidently. Of course, the holiday special's been tossed out of ever being canon, and then the seven, eight, nine—it's just—I guess—it's a rumor that that because I'm not a humongous Star Wars fan, I don't understand. But they were like the thing that they did in the second season of Mandalorian basically wipes out the continuity of seven, eight, nine. How? But though? I don't know. I don't. And I'm trying to read this as we're talking, and I don't understand. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I'm not sure that's true. They, I don't think they—they're going to just chuck out billions of dollars because fans weren't happy. I think they made the movies they made be them good or bad. Just move forward from it. That's right. all they had to well, do. That's what they've always done. Yeah. <laughs> but like they and they're doing it now with Mandalorian. Like it it takes place whatever 10 years after Return of the Jedi. Uh I just don't I don't I don't think it needed to be Luke. I don't even think it needed to be anybody. But again, as my friend Cody um, uh, said that he was getting tired of the Gro of Grogu, and like yeah, I think I think that relationship had run its course. Like I think we had gone if it had gone on much longer, it would have been tiring because it would have been this you know same situations every single season. So I think it 
it was fine to let it go and wipe the slate clean more or less for season three. So that way we have a brand new Mandalorian to deal with uh, where he doesn't have to have the child to protect the entire time. Right. Um, well, basically what I'm reading here is that for the events of some of the extended Star Wars stuff, like some of the shows and things to work, that the the end of The Mandalorian Season 2 basically puts it on a that The Mandalorian on a different timeline because something about how Ahsoka and Luke Skywalker like don't fit. But why not? Somehow. But like I said, I, I really don't understand. It's talking about like because of the events in this book, which I've never read. And it I think like, people might be assuming. I mean, yeah, this is definitely fan theory bullshit, but. Yeah, maybe they're assuming that Ahsoka had died in another canon. Yeah. But there was never any proof that she died and that this was supposed to show that she obviously lived. Right, same with Boba Fett, right? Yeah. Which, like... Which Boba Fett lived in in the extended universe. Did he? Yeah, like, they, in other books and stuff that have since become legends... Uh, yeah, they uh, somewhat canon, somewhat. Yeah, some are canon, some aren't canon. These and they are... they slowly bring in stuff like the Mandalorian War finally became canon. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, he had been brought back to life, and survived the Sarlacc pit, in the books. Good. For but him. they had never brought it out. Yeah. In that it was canon, and this was the first time they were like, "Yeah, he's still alive," obviously. And they did what George Lucas couldn't do and make him an actual badass. Right. Because in, in the evidence in film that we are given, he was kind of a bumbling idiot. And then all of a sudden, there he is, King Badass. Right. And, and it, was, it was the same actor from like like one, two, three, whichever ones he was yeah, in. Yeah, he was in the second uh, episode two. Okay. Uh, and he would play Jango Fett. And he played the other clones. Yeah. And I think sure. he voiced the clones in uh, Clone Wars. Nope. No? D. Bradley Baker. Really, was it? No. Oh. Yep. But it, uh, but yeah, I think he played the other clones and played Jango. Okay. Well, I... I didn't recognize him. I didn't recognize the ship because, like I said, I'm a ca- I'm a filthy casual. But like when he put on the really armor, didn't recognize what? the ship. Nope. Wow. And then when somebody when he started talking about that armor, which I didn't even recognize that armor as being anything specific to Boba Fett. I was like, oh yeah, other Mandalorians have armor, and I'm sure they are all kind of different. But like green, like oh yeah, that's like Boba Fett. Cool. But I just didn't even make any connection yeah, until until somebody said he was Boba Fett, and he's like came back with that armor on. I was like, oh, it's Bobby Feet, my favorite Star Starfleet guy. <laughs> I like Star Wars. <laughs> I'm totally. <laughs> I yeah. Did, I didn't think I would get excited whenever he came back, like in the full armor. Yeah. But I was like, oh shit. And like, then, he, was... then he just continued to be in episodes after that, and I was like, I'm here for it. Like, and he, I mean, he beat the shit out of some stormtroopers. Yeah, like, he did. Like. And I, I think you, you pointed out, you're, you're like, dude, does their armor do anything? It was like, yeah, it doesn't stop the force. It doesn't stop lightsabers. It doesn't stop blasters. It doesn't stop angry Australian men with sticks. Like, I did, um, and it's kind of sort of ruined now, but like, 
one of my friends at work, he said, uh, uh, he said, what if, because this is after the episode where they took Grogu and it shows him force choking the stormtroopers. Mm. They're like, what if he falls down the dark side of the path? <laughs> becomes like an evil Yoda. Yeah, he becomes like evil oh, Yoda. No. <laughs> and, and the only way to stop him was Mando had to kill him. And that's how the show ends. It's him killing Grogu. Mm, I was like, don't like that. I, right. But <laughs> then again, it's also like, but maybe, <laughs> of course not. But maybe <laughs> that would be uh, ridiculous. But is it? It's like John Favreau. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like secretly becoming like, a, he, he's like using game of Thrones as a template, but he's playing the long game. He's like, yeah. I'm going to make you fall in love with this little baby and then I'm going to murder it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but like um, every time I see like his name, like pop in the credits, I'm like, I, I'm just always amazed. I'm like, I he's he's amazing. <laughs> like because all I ever remembered him from was he was in like a couple of crappy movies and then he was in um, Iron Man. And like the subsequent movies were like Iron and Man was in it. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. And but like I'm just like and now he's like basically the head of Star Wars if like as far as I understand. Yeah, <laughs> like, he uh in so Dave Filoni or like not only did he kick off the Marvel universe, the cinematic universe, he revived Star Wars yeah. for a lot of people. Basically. And I'm just like him I, and Dave Filoni can I yeah. cannot take it away from Dave Filoni because he's done a lot. Yeah, but it's just like every time I see his name in the credits, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> He's just awesome. That's just the dude from <laughs> Swingers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, I. it's like... It's Pete from Friends. <laughs> everybody out there is just like, if they just give me a shot, I could be John Favreau too. Like, I can be more than just Pete from Friends. But nobody believes in me. No, you can't. No, yeah, he's... He's one of a kind. Yeah, and I'm just like... It just seemed like, I mean, that guy's got to be, like, in his 50s or something, right? Yeah, and I think so. And it's just, like, all of a sudden, he's like, boom, bang, I'm the man, I'm on the scene, and everybody knows who I am. And it's they, just, like, that's one out of, of nowhere. I had heard, of though, is that he is taken over as the head of Star Wars. Because um, who? Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, because J.J. Abrams did seven. And, seven and nine. And nine, and nobody was super impressed with no. his work, so he'd... And people have been... And that's the thing. People are so shitty towards Kathleen Kennedy because they didn't like seven, eight, nine. But, like, she's also responsible for Mandalorian. Like, the good stuff that you like about Star Wars as well right now... And Star Wars she, fans are just arms crossed, I guess. He, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I heard that they want him to kind of oversee, kind of be the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars universe, which yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's totally what they should do. Him and Dave Filoni, they should rule that shit together. Yeah. But yeah, I um, I don't know. Where do you think they go now with the Mandalorian? Well, yeah, and that was another thing was I was like, what, well, this whole show, two seasons of the show have been about him getting a little green nugget to somebody. To a Jedi. Yeah. And then now the nugget has a name that I'm not a humongous fan of, but it's fine. And and he gave him away to like one of the most titular, um, the most titular Star Wars character of all time. And it's like, so are we ever going to see him again? Because are you going to keep having CGI Luke Skywalker come back? 
Now, I've heard rumors that they want to do a Luke Skywalker show and that they're going to recast. And yeah, I've heard the Sebastian, Sebastian Stan, Stan stuff all up. I don't down. know how true that actually is because websites you hear from like we got this cover.com and they are yeah. not a reputable site. Um, but Sebastian Stan would make the most sense. He's already mm-hmm. in the Disney umbrella under the Disney umbrella. Yeah. No, I'd be a fan of that. But if, if they're going to do a Luke Skywalker show, they have to recast. They cannot do that. That CJ that was distracting. Yeah. And it's weird that like, I don't know. It, it, it yeah, it looks like young Mark Hamill, but it's so flat. Like it, he just like his from the nose and up that just doesn't move at all. Yeah. And it's just really weird. And then hearing Mark Hamill do himself as a young yeah, man, was, I was just like, I know that's his voice. And it's just a little distracting. It's weird. It um, was so weird. And it was so weird that like he, you know, and it this is a big trope in like sci-fi stuff, but it's like the, the unit of unstoppable guys. And then the one guy that just tears them up like so many marshmallows, like. Yeah. But, like, he was just, they were like, man, like, we can't even ding these guys. And he just literally, like, crushes one with with the force. And I'm like, I figured they'd be a little tougher than that. I was, um. I figured they'd be at least lightsaber resistant. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe like, you not, would think because they're dark troopers, you would think that they were made to withstand something. But, no, they were. Yeah, he cut, he cut them like hot, hot butter. They, I did, I, I did, like, not the reveal so much, but, like when the X-Wing flies in, just saunters in. Yeah. Like, it just... And they're like, oh, good, we're saved. And I was like, oh, shit, they're gonna do it. Like, I, I never... Th- I had heard, you know, rumors and, like, theories that it was gonna be Luke Skywalker, or that yeah. it was gonna be Mace Windu, or that it was gonna be this person or that person. Um, And the, the X-Wing came out, I was like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. they're really gonna do it. And they're then really he comes in, it. I'm like, shit. Yeah, and, I, and I would've easily taken a Mace Windu and just be like... All right, motherfuckers, I gotta go and just never like Can explain just, how he showed up or where he came from or how great would it have been <laughs> that we get like a road show? Because he would have been about the right age, right? Yeah. I mean, now, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, he's a Jedi; he can age differently. Yeah. So, like, because I mean, they they could have done anything they wanted to to make Mace Windu the guy, but like, you just imagine season three. It's just Mando, Mace, and Grogu just fucking pimping along the galaxy. Right. Just going on misadventures. Mace like, Windu reading Samuel L. Jackson's Go the Fuck to Sleep <laughs> to Grogu. <laughs> Go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I, I think, like, I, I, I don't know. It didn't have to be anybody. They had to get rid of Grogu somehow. And I guess yeah. Luke Skywalker is probably the safest bet. Yeah, uh, but it could, I mean it could have been anybody. It could have been any other Jedi. Well, not any. No, not any. No, but it could have been the Force Ghost of of uh, Qui Gon Jinn. I would have taken that. Right? That <laughs> yeah, like, you know, whatever. I'll, let's roll with that. Like, <laughs> like how did he defeat all those? <laughs> well, like you know, I know well, I know Yoda's really powerful, but Yoda could like grab shit and do things. That's true. He brought ghost. the lightning like, down to yeah. So I guess it, it, it could have worked. Been no lightsaber, you know, stuff going on, but he could have destroyed those things. With he just waves his hand and be like, "This is not what you were looking for." And they're like, "Oh shit, he's right." Like, yeah, they just, it's gone, guys. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
let's go punch some other wall for they were ten, real punchy weren't ten, they? yeah they were real punchy <laughs> just like that like the and like that's this their go to sock'em robot it's like they got one move but like they do it well they do it real well and then I kept thinking why do they have like a spaceport in the room where they keep those guys like just why is that there just <laughs> it shouldn't be there because that is just the worst idea for I mean them. it's like I guess maybe it's there so they can fly out as a squadron or whatever but like then I guess but, but like wouldn't they have been able to figure oh those guys can fly so space in them isn't gonna work what if they saw but, them fly off they knew they could so i don't know yeah. why they thought that was gonna work they're long yeah like well they're they uh, saw how punchy they were they would have punched their way back into the ship yeah they would have eventually yeah <laughs> that was... they were just yeah those were my favorite rock and sock and robots i've ever seen and what about like <laughs> mom gideon sort of turned out to be just like a goober yeah like <laughs> It was like I love uh, what's his name Giancarlo Esposito, yeah. and like I love him. I love everything he's ever been. He basically plays the same bad guy like every time, but I love him. Yeah, but like that it dark he bad the boys Star Wars. Yeah, like, like the dark saber thing. I don't know anything about. So when they when they revealed it, I was like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Media, Joseph had to actually he. Uh, but I knew let people. Me know what that was all about. People were freaking out and stuff. But like. um I also like. I don't understand Beskar armor. Like, I love it because it's just, impenetrable. Yeah, just completely impenetrable. There is but I, nothing that can kill him. Like, yeah, but like if he's smart, yeah, like unless he gets stabbed between the rib, like whatever the you know he's got like two plates or whatever. Gideon get, had that opportunity. And yeah, he couldn't. <laughs> but he also didn't seem like a great sword, sword fighter thing. either. Yeah, he's just <laughs> and just was, hacking at him. Just yeah, and. um but yeah, that pole that he got, like that pole arm, the Beskar uh, spear. Yeah, it was, somebody was like, "So he's getting that, so he can have like a big fight with it later, right?" And like, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't understand how I, why the the dark saber could cut through Beskar, and I don't even know can a regular lightsaber cut through Beskar? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't like think that's you where can. I'm like. I just don't really know much about Star Wars as it turns out, but it can't because. Uh, but I don't know what makes she tried Oscar uh, Ahsoka rather Oscar. Oh yeah, that's right, and he blocked it. Yeah, and she was like, "What the fuck?" And he was like, "Yeah, like I've got cool forearms." Like, <laughs> what up? Right. Um. But yeah, like I don't, I really don't understand the dark saber thing, and then why she, he was like. You know, she's going to have to fight you for it now because it's an honor thing. But, like, she doesn't wear her helmet. So, obviously, she doesn't give a shit about tradition. But that's also a different Mandalorian tribe. Oh, is it? Yeah, that his tribe is a little bit more religious zealots. And uh, other Mandalorians don't believe in it that much where they have to keep their helmets on. Yeah. So, I think that's fine. But even then, it's like he can just yield to her. And that's... But and he was like, "Fine, I yield." And he was like, "It doesn't work that way." <laughs> he was like, he turned into such a goober. Then he tries to shoot Grogu, and then tries to shoot himself and fails. Like, yeah, I don't know. They See, took this him like a seemingly badass character, and yeah. then he just flounders there. Like, and it's just like this is why the Empire always loses. <laughs> we can't, we can't get anybody that knows what they're doing. <laughs> That's the same guy that's disappointed in regular Friday. 
Yeah, he just he works for the Empire now. Like, this is the third Death Star. It's not gonna work. Oh, guys. I did. Um, Kevin Smith pointed out uh, that he never in the movies you never saw the Empire celebrate. Yeah. Because they're always on the winning side. But then all of a sudden, because they've lost so drastically, like now whenever they get that tankard full of fuel and they get one thing back, they're like, (laughs) they're so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I guess it is true. It's kind of adorable that they're just like, we finally won one. Right. (laughs) And I, I really did love that scene where Bill Burr and that other guy with the big teeth and he was like. Well, we had to kill a lot of your friends yeah. that day. Like we just the guy did. that plays an asshole in everything yeah. he plays in. <laughs> he was like, "We did what we had to do." You understand, don't you? And Bill Burr was like, mm-hmm, "Blam!" <laughs> like and then I he can't just take sits this there guy. for a second. He's just like. I also loved, um, like somebody pointed out that Pedro Pascal, again, amazing actor. He never, when he had the helmet off, he always looked like really uncomfortable for one and he was just like oh, i'm not supposed to be doing this but like on top of that he never like looks with his eyes he moves his whole head I, and his now, whole body around i had so, a problem with that oh like they said that he doesn't he moves his whole body not his head but the helmet's independent from his thing yeah. so he can still move his head around but yeah he doesn't look he looks with his head instead yeah. of his just his eyes because Probably didn't have really good super peripheral vision, right? In that helmet, that helmet's really impractical when you think about it. It has saved his ass a few times, though. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's good for like protection, but like as far as vision, I don't know, he kicks ass in it, so I guess yeah. I don't know what I'm talking. Well, he's about. got those little missile thingies that fly around the room, kill everybody anyway. He doesn't, he doesn't need to see behind him. I mean, when somebody tries to stab him in the back and just goes dink, and he's like, "What's going on back there?" <laughs> I thought of a name for this edition, by the way, while we're <laughs> talking. The Wondalorian. The Wondalorian. The Wondalorian. <laughs> Wondalorian 84 uh, and a half. <laughs> Wondalorian 84 season two. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like season three. I don't, I don't, I really don't know what they're going to do I now. Have no clue. What and then doing. they were like, oh, by the way, we have all these cool spinoff shows that are going to happen too. <laughs> and then they and didn't even announce Book of Boba Fett in that, in that big like uh the uh investor meeting they did yeah but then they were just like at the end of this just like oh yeah by the way here's another show i was like <laughs> holy shit that's a lot of star wars <laughs> oh it's the book of the boba you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i was just like okay so we're how getting... cool was it to see bib fortuna like took over for jabba the hut at the <laughs> Well, he didn't last very long, apparently. He did not, no. But, <laughs> but was... I kept thinking, I was like, is he, I know he's not a hut, and I don't know what species the hut are, but is he like a distant relative of the huts or something? Like, I'm not sure. He was his little helper dude in the Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And it was Bib Fortuna, and then the little, uh, little weaselly, fuzzy fucking animal with a salacious crumb. He, he was when the lab like <laughs> oh. 
he was here for just a second. Like, he was here. You, just, you embodied him. That was that was that was my impression, and you're <laughs> welcome for it. I yeah. hope it didn't hurt your eardrums too much. <laughs> but if you're uh, listening to this in headphones, that is <laughs> right. R.I.P. Headphones users, and then just follow that with that YouTube that <laughs> like <laughs> ear rape music. Um, but yeah, I just uh. I really don't like I said I don't know enough about Star Wars. I just I just enjoy the Mandalorian and like Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. I I enjoy what I enjoy. I'm not hardcore into it. If I'm curious about something, I'll look into it. Yeah. Um but I just like I enjoy the Mandalorian. I enjoy the first 3 Star Wars movies. The first 3 or the first 3? Like the first ones that were made, the OG trilogy. <laughs> Son like, of a bitch. Like the only thing I really know about Star Wars is it's, it's really confusing, and that George Lucas, when he had control of it, was just like, no, redo this and redo that, and rip out this stuff that made people happy and replace it with cold, sad CGI. Oh, and uh, and the sound design is legendary, and that's really all I, the most I know about Star Wars is the sound design stuff. Did you notice the uh, McClunky? Easter egg in, uh, at the end in the post credits for the Book of Boba Fett. Like whenever he shoot, she shoots somebody here, McClunky! <laughs> no, I don't think I, I noticed have that. You, have you, did you, uh, you, you heard about what they did with um, uh, A New Hope. They added one new thing into New Hope. And the Greedo shot first, or the Han shot first, yeah. rather, scene. I guess I'm not familiar with this, so go ahead. So, Somehow, for some reason, they added this in. I don't. Nobody knows whether or not. I think it was Disney did it, or George Lucas snuck in there and got his hands on it. <laughs> he's, uh, he's just breaking it with like block cutters. Like I gotta get one more thing. In. But it was right before Han shoots Greedo, heals McClunky. <laughs> and there's what was it? There's no frame of reference as to what that means, other than ah oh, shit. So Greedo says that like as he's being shot. Yeah, he says oh. he yells McClunky. Oh, maybe that maybe that was like a he was gonna try to point and look. Oh look, it's a McClunky, which is some kind of Star Wars creature. Creature, <laughs> and then shoot him. But, but it the didn't. only thing I can think of is that it means oh shit. Yeah, because the dude yelled whenever they were getting shot at. He's like a McClunky. No, yeah, I, d- I don't not familiar with that. So go back and l- watch that <laughs> little bit again. Watch a new hope of that that scene. You have to watch it on Disney Plus. That's the only thing it's in. Okay, and it's <laughs> good. He just yells McClunky because you feel like every time Star Wars gets a new like release on some new platform, they just need to alter one thing slightly, just because. That's... Yeah, not even like like adding McClunky. Yeah. Into it. Like, just... It makes no sense. Like the Millennium Falcon starting up, and they just had like a like at the end. Or <laughs> I just like the idea that it says McClunky. You know, people when they first watched it had to be like, "The what? Do you, what?" <laughs> it's a it's probably the most rewound thing on yeah. <laughs> Disney Plus. Like these, why do you say McClunky? <laughs> Did you say McClunky? Like. Is that out? Is that outside? What? Well, what is that? People no. searching around their house. Yeah. Who's that, yelling McClunky? Out is here? that my fridge? Like, your fridge is making eyes. It's like McClunky. <laughs> McClunky. My fridge, believe it or not, has like I don't know. It must be the compressor or something. But just sometimes it used to be quiet and it'll go. 
like a little like cow and it's just like okay yeah that it does that because why not because <laughs> yeah because why not but i'm like yeah i don't know we just, we got a cow fridge for some reason <laughs> i think that's gonna do it for yeah this on that note <laughs> that's a good way to exit so uh fridge mcclonky mcclonky fridge did uh you got anything to plug? You got got some new episodes of your Michael's Mixdown? Um, you know, I've got a couple episodes in the can. Um, right now, I, I I dug myself an editing nightmare, and I put I put some pictures of that up on my social media. Yeah. And I just was like, why do I do this to myself? I, <laughs> this is going to take weeks to edit, right? <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I've got some episodes in the can I'm excited about. Um, I'm covering uh, an album called Into the Electric Castle by Arion, which is my editing nightmare but like i'm glad to do it it's just like oh boy i didn't realize what this is gonna how be yeah because it, it's a concept album i think there's 10 characters in it and so every time i was like okay so then this character played by this singer example and then this character is played by this singer example and so like <laughs> that was a nightmare to figure out and clip out parts of songs where that singer like first it was introduced or whatever and bring them up and then um I've got an ep- another episode in the can where I interviewed a friend of mine that has a YouTube channel okay. that has some stuff, and I'm going to be – I'm in one of his episodes, but it's one of his things where it's in the can, and it probably will be for a while. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, I've got some other things that are like maybes. I've got some maybe things, some interviews that I don't want to say, and then they'd be like, actually, we're, we changed our mind. So you're, you're a loser. off on their- revealing that right i'll tell you after the mics are off but but yeah i'm not i'm not totally sure i don't have these people down for certain but i've got a message back from somebody that was like yeah we could probably do that but so anyway but yeah if you want to if that sounds like your jam uh come find me michael's mix down on facebook uh instagram uh you can find me at michael's mix down on twitter uh, you can search for it on Anchor or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or just about anywhere. Do you post regularly on Twitter and Instagram? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's only so many interesting audio things you can take pictures of before people are like, this is just the same Pro Tools screen over and over again. So you're like me. You don't, you don't yeah. do that much. I'm, I'm really trying to figure out how to make a TikTok out of it, but I'm just like, I'm just going to. What am I gonna say? Like, l- listen to my my episode of my show or whatever. But I, I've been like slowly in the back of my head, the gears are turning. The really dusty ones that need oil, like way in the back. But like, they've been turning a little bit. Like, oh, this might make it an interesting thing, or that might make an interesting thing. So maybe eventually I'll I'll get on TikTok and make some TikToks. Yeah, you can do like previews of episodes and stuff like that too that's what i plan on doing eventually yeah like, previews or just be like this is how i made this sound effect or whatever and just like kind of do, did like do a, a breakdown series of minute little episodes maybe something like that or just yeah maybe i could just be like here's my thing of the week like something cool i'm listening to whatever like here it is yeah, but see, i don't there know you go. see you do I just it gotta, like i said I got, I got some like gears turning back there i just haven't had time at the moment we're about to get raided by oh, wait. by Took. Yeah, by Took. I was gonna. I was about to do the other cat's voice. So I realized it wasn't that cat. Nope. He's All probably right. telling her what to do. But so yeah, that does it for this episode. 
Um, if you guys have any suggestions at all, we're always looking for good ones. Just uh, hit us an email with. Oh, oh no! Don't hit! Uh, don't hit that! Whatever no. you just hit. Oh, you broke it? I broke it. The little, little handle thing. Oh. No. Why, why did you do that? Because fuck it. Why you, not? Now you don't have a handle on it. <laughs> <laughs> like I do anyways. Right. I'm going to sit a little straighter. <laughs> so send the suggestions to uh, 3WTAPod at uh, gmail.com. Uh, you can also go find us on Patreon Ooh. at patreon.com slash 3WTAPodcast. Uh, just if you guys feel like donating some money, donate some money, or you can just keep listening and make sure you share it with your friends. Yeah. Uh, tell people about it. Tell them you love it. Even if you don't, um, yeah, do all that fun stuff. Do all those things. So <laughs> I thought the cat had I learned. thought you did too. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're evolving. <laughs> She's like, I'll fight you. <laughs> She's like, I'll fight you too. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh. <laughs> She's like, I know you don't have any handle on that chair. I'm coming for your weak point. All right. So until next time, guys, I'm Jake. I'm Michael. What were we talking about? McClunky. <laughs>